They say absolute power corrupts absolutely. But I think the only thing more dangerous than that absolute power, which is a progression. I mean, you don't just go from no power to absolute power because then you're a dictator or a tyrant. But somewhere in the gap is that immature power, that power that's handed over before the individual who's given the power is actually ready to handle the power. And oh yeah, we've seen that power, not just authority, not aspects of respect and maturity, just power handed over way too early in many, many instances. But that's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And if you've ever been around a young person who's been given a power, authority, a leadership role too early, maybe it's class president, maybe it's the captain of the football team or the cheerleading squad or the volleyball team or the softball team or, or any old kind of team being made captain for the wrong person becomes a power trip really early. Now, I've seen it in sales aspects as well. I've once worked under a sales manager at a, at a gym that he was a phenomenal salesperson. He had made the quarter million dollar club like in the first year and a half of his job. He was very good at the persuasive aspect of selling. But when he was made a sales manager, as a sales manager, he had some, some setbacks, in my opinion, some, some sales flaws and some management flaws that were out of this world. See, he had the authority to cause someone to sell in a certain way, to follow a certain pattern, but he also had some success of his own. And part of his immaturity would be the process of taking a new sales rep and saying, you see these fancy watches I have. I have a Rolex for every day of the week. I, I go to dinner with a different girl every night. I, I drive a $70,000 car, and this was 30 years ago. And he was very proud of himself in his $4,000 apartment. And all of the fancy stuff that his money had bought him made him feel like even more power, even more authority. And the demonstration of that to the people that he trained was, you need to do what I did so you can be successful like I'm successful. You need to acquire the things that I have acquired. You need to live the lifestyle that I live. And part of that manipulation or persuasion included, I'm going to sit down on your sales meetings and kind of help you enhance your sales numbers. Well, here's where the problem comes. And that is, he could help you close a sale quite well. The manipulation would often leave the couple in, in question, the, the people who were thinking about joining the gym, often in tears. But they would be so rah-rah excited to sign up and the sales reps' numbers and the sales manager's numbers look great, but of course the chargebacks are coming, right? There's going to be a day that they're going to go, hold up. Seven days ago, I made this decision under great duress and I want out of this contract. Well, who pays the price for that? The sales rep does. And when you see that they have an equal number of sales and chargebacks, basically they're a net zero, they don't keep their job very long. But hiring a new salesperson, walking through the process, maybe one out of 20, you'll hit a big number and you'll find somebody else who's willing to sell the same way and persuade people to keep their contracts when they call back to cancel them. But see, that's what happens when a 22-year-old has way more money than they have maturity. When they have way more power than they have genuine leadership skill. We see it a lot when salespeople are really good at sales. They get promoted to a management position. And just because they're good at sales doesn't make them a good manager. Those are two different skill sets. Now, both can be trained, and sometimes they can be trained together. 
as long as you have good leadership ideas and skills to begin with, the natural talents to lead and communicate, you can train those other skills in there. But part of that is the maturity to realize that decisions that you make impact a lot of people. You don't make decisions as a leader in a vacuum. You don't make decisions as a manager in a vacuum. Every decision you make impacts a lot of people, from your customers, to your stakeholders, to your employees, to your employers. All of those people are impacted by every decision that you make. When you're in sales management or leadership at any level, you're gonna have those kind of consequences and impact. But imagine taking the ability to impact the outcome of somebody else's life and putting that in the hand of say, I don't know, a 12 year old, a 10 year old. There's a reason we don't give driver's license to 10 and 12 year olds. Have you ever seen them play Minecraft or Call of Duty? I mean, they're vicious, they're malicious. GTA, I mean, they get into Grand Theft Auto and they will run people down on the sidewalk. Of course, in the game, that's how you score points. They're totally okay with that. But they also have no cognitive ability. Biophysically, don't have yet the prefrontal cortex to understand the consequences of the decisions that they're making. But if we take them out of that universe of Minecraft or out of that universe of GTA and we put them in the real world with the same kind of power to make decisions for the outcome of the lives of others, we have put them and others in extreme danger. Now, I know that's a grand illustration of a microcosm of a problem. But I watched an interview where a young man was asked, what should we do with these people that we find out to be unvaccinated and unwilling to get vaccinated? And a 10 or 12 year old boy said, call the police, lock them up. And someone cheered them on and said, yes, yes, that's exactly what we should do. And then someone else pointed out, we did this about 100 years ago when the Hitler youth got to decide who went to jail and who didn't. Now, they were just following orders. Why? Well, because they're 12 to 15 to 18 years old. They don't have the ability to measure the consequences to society and culture when you make decisions like that. And yet they were determined to make those decisions and they'd been given the power. Here's my point to you. As a leader, when you hand over that power, when you give the authority and make decisions to people who are too immature or too young, if power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, you as the leader need to be responsible for who you give power to, who you hand authority to, who do you relinquish it to. Now, some people will say, because they're a family member, I trust them to make the same decisions that I make. So as a father, when I leave my business, whether it's for the day or for retirement, and I hand it over to my sibling or to my uh, sons and daughters, I expect them to run the business the same way I run this business. Or you can look back over history and ask yourself, how often has that been true? And how many times has it been absolutely not true that the next generation ran the business in an entirely different way because some of them got the power too young? Some of them were given the power without any consequences, without any responsibility or accountability for the consequences because, well, you know, they had a chance to make the decisions. I remember listening to Tom Ziegler in a presentation that he did in public talk about how when his dad was still alive and running the Ziegler Corporation, Tom was given a budget to make some changes to do some new things. And he threw out the ideas and he said, I want to do it like this. I want to do it like this. And dad said, well, I'm not sure that's a good idea. We've tried something like that before and it didn't work very well. But Tom was very persistent and he, in his own words, he pushed, made the investment, spent the money 
and nearly bankrupted the company because the idea was a flop. But not only was it a flop, it was a very expensive flop. He said, I came back with my tail between my legs apologizing to my dad and very grateful that my dad had the ability and the wherewithal not only to cover the mistake and make us survive through it, but also to forgive me and say, I hope you learned your lesson. Let's move forward from here. Not every opportunity ends with that kind of positivity. Not every opportunity to learn how to handle power ends in a great note. Sometimes it ends in absolute disaster. And if we as leaders hand over that power, that authority, that decision-making opportunity to someone who's too immature, too young, not ready, the consequences could be disastrous. And unlike the metaverse, unlike GTA or Minecraft, there is no reset button. There's no chance to start over when you've lost all your lives. Think of the movie Jumanji. When they first realized you could be killed by a rhino and, or a hippo and, and just fall back out of the sky and start the game over. That led one of them to throw another one off of a cliff. But when they realized you only get to do that three times and then the consequences are permanent, that kind of changed the way they looked at things. Unfortunately, in this life, you don't get that kind of do-overs. And when power and authority are given to people too young, too early, who cannot make conscious decisions about the overall impact that it's making on people around them, then I think we're making a huge mistake and taking huge risks. 16-year-olds voting, 20-year-olds drinking, 18-year-olds going off to war. Have we made good decisions on all of those things? I'm not sure that we have. But I certainly don't believe that a 12-year-old should be deciding who goes to jail or who doesn't. I don't think we've found our core just yet on that decision. If you're a leader and you're handing over power, you're handing over authority, ask yourself, will the person I'm handing this power to be mature enough to understand the consequences not only to themselves but to everybody around them and to take accountability for those decisions? And if the answer is not yet, then don't hand over the power just yet. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell All Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.